Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It is Friday, July 7th, 2023. This week, a teenage boy missing for eight years was never really missing. A secret <laughs> secret source to the Hunter Biden bribery allegations is on the run, and America's most wanted is wanted no more. Stay tuned. Yes. Super excited. We are all pumped to have James Author Renner. James Renner. That James Renner has zeroed in. James Renner once again drops a bombshell. Investigative James journalist Renner. reporter James Renner, who's been James on the podcast Renner. a long time. Like a local writer. James Renner. All right, man, I'm back from summer vacation. Thanks for staying tuned. I was gone last week. I was in Ocean City. I was riding the, the, the old rickety rides on the boardwalk, having lots of fun with the family. I'm back here. I'm back here to give you the top true crime news from around the world. But first, my new book, my new true crime thriller, Little Crazy Children, is out, uh, available in hardback and Kindle and audiobook, whatever your flavor, whatever your desire, it's available right now. So uh, check it out if you, if you want to. It's about the unsolved murder of Lisa Pruitt, which happened in 1990 in Shaker Heights, Ohio. It's a crazy little tale about what goes on behind closed doors in the richest of communities. So uh, anyways, I hope you like it. I am going on tour uh, beginning next week, um, check out jamesrenner.com for locations, but I'll be visiting Columbus, Pittsburgh, I'm in Manchester, New Hampshire, Albany, New York, and New York City, where they make the uh, salsa. Is that right? Anyways, I, I'm, I'll be all over the place. So uh, hopefully, you'll, uh, hopefully I'll get to meet you. Come out to these book signings uh, and say hello. Let's get to the top stories. Bizarre, crazy story out of Houston, Texas this week. 17-year-old Rudy Farias was reported missing on March 6, 2015. He was 17 years old. Last seen walking his two dogs in northwest Houston until he reappeared last week. Police found him sleeping in front of a church not far from his home covered in cuts and bruises and dried blood. Now police are saying he returned home the day after he was reported missing way back in 2015, and his mother has been hiding him ever since, this according to CNN. Neighbors say they've seen Rudy over the years, but his mother kept telling them, no, 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 
It's just a nephew. He looks, you know, there's a family resemblance, sure, but just a nephew. Nope, it was Rudy this whole time. Police have confirmed Rudy's identity and, and have interviewed his mother, Jeannie Santana, and are considering possible charges. The question is, why was he kept secret? Why? Why? That's the big question. Just capital W, why? Well, there's a local victim's advocate in Houston by the name of Quanell X who spoke to Rudy. There's pictures of him coming out of the hospital, arm around Rudy. And he told reporters that Janie scared Rudy into thinking he would be arrested for running away. And they had to keep his return a secret. He also alleges that, quote, she would ask him to play daddy and she told him that he had to be the husband. This according to the New York Post. Rudy's father, I don't know how much this plays into it. Rudy's father was a former police officer who lost his job for rigging speeding tickets, but then he died by suicide in 2014, shortly before Rudy ran away. Hey, uh, remember that 10-year-old girl from Ohio who had to travel to Indiana last year in order to get an abortion? On Wednesday of this week, her rapist was sentenced to life in prison. 28-year-old Gerson Fuentes pleaded guilty to raping the girl when she was just nine years old, according to the New York Times. He accepted a plea agreement with the prosecutor, which allows for the possibility of parole after 25 years. After Roe was overturned, Ohio outlawed abortions beyond six weeks, with no exception for rape and incest. The girl discovered she was pregnant just after about six weeks and had to travel to another state in order to do something about it. Now, the left argues this is just a, a you know a hot button to- topic. There's really no winners here. The liberals argue that this shows the need for more liberal abortion laws. Now, the, at, at the same time, the neocons are focused on the fact that Fuentes was an undocumented Guatemalan because rich white Americans never commit incest. In other Schmishmortian news, the Sacramento Sheriff's Office is under fire for sharing license plate data with other states that are looking to prosecute women who travel to California for or abortions. According to the Sacramento Bee, the sheriff has been sharing automated license plate reader data of cars driving into California to states that have passed, that have passed laws banning abortion, states such as Alabama. Oklahoma, and Texas. Now, the Sacramento Sheriff's Office says that this data is only shared for other crimes, but critics say the groundwork has been laid to go after women seeking much-needed help not available in their home states, and it's only a matter of time before this data is used to prosecute them for these illegal abortions. What a crazy world we live in. Who, who would have figured we step back in time? Uh, but that's, that's where we are. Final top story this week, we have to talk about Gal Luft. And you should be following this if you have any interest in politics in the United States. This is a developing mess of a huge crime story. Uh, First of all, who is Gal Luft? Well, I'll tell you, Luft is an Israeli professor and co-director of the Institute for the Analysis of Global Security. 
a think tank focused on energy, security, and economic trends. He is a senior advisor to the U.S. Energy Security Council, a cabinet-level extra government advisory committee. Newsweek called Luft a tireless and independent advocate of energy security, and he's currently he's currently a fugitive of justice. He was arrested in Cyprus in February for suspicions of arms trafficking to Libya and China. And he skipped out on a hearing and has been in hiding ever since. Now, Luft claims he's innocent of these arms trafficking uh, charges, and he's scared that the U.S. agents are trying to make him disappear. Why? Why are you telling me this, James Renner? What's the, what's the, what's the catch? I'm, I'm getting to it. Hold on. Here's what his attorney said according to the Jerusalem Post. The trafficking charges would be, quote, a good way to shut him up because he knows a lot of information on Hunter. That's right, Hunter Biden, son of our president. In March 2019, Luft met with four FBI officials and two Department of Justice prosecutors at the U.S. Embassy in Brussels, which was kind of a neutral meeting ground. At that meeting, he provided them with information alleging that China's energy company was paying Hunter Biden $100,000 a month, as well as $65,000 a month to his uncle, in exchange for using Biden's name to promote their businesses around the world. One of the energy company's um, partners was a man named Yi Zhengming. It's alleged that after Yi learned that he was being monitored by the FBI, he offered Hunter $1 million to be his private counsel before flying back to China. This according to the New York Post. Bank records released by the House Oversight Committee confirms at least some of this story. They released bank records showing that the Biden family associate Rob Walker funneled more than $1 million from China to three of Biden's relatives. Now, Congress would very much like to interview Luft, but he's afraid to come out of hiding at this point, saying, quote, the chances of me getting a fair trial in Washington are virtually zero, end quote. His attorney actually believes that his life is in danger. Now, Luft denies these arms charges, but does admit he received an email from an Israeli arms dealer in which he was asked about the price of a specific item owned by a company that Luft was associated with. Luft says that there was never any follow-up to that email. So it all hinges on that, that one email. He says he has this information showing bribes to the Biden family from China. It is a sordid, complicated story. You're sure to hear more about it in the coming weeks. Those are the top stories and what a crazy week it was. We've got more coming up. I've got updates about Alice and Mac. Uh, they caught one of the most wanted men in America. And... Uh, Got to tell you about some cocaine found in the White House. Stay tuned. Please hang up and try again. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Alexa Doubt with The Porchlight Project, a new nonprofit dedicated to funding DNA testing and genetic genealogy for cold cases in the state of Ohio. For our first case, we assisted the Cuyahoga Falls Police Department funding new DNA tests on evidence from the 1987 unsolved murder of 17-year-old Barbara Blatnick. That information was given to expert genealogists who traced the genetic markers to a man named James Zastonic, who was arrested in May of 2020 and charged with Barb's murder. Our goal at the Porchlight Project is to entirely fund three to four cold case investigations every year. Each new case costs about $6,000 to complete, which is a small price to pay for closure. The Porchlight Project relies on generous donations from the public. Even $5 can help us solve a murder. For more information on how to help, please visit porchlightonline.org. And we're back with the new Mike Hammer, starring Stacey Keach. Hey, uh, it, not for nothing. Uh, here's a little bit of an aside from Uncle James uh, this week. Uh, Vitamin J, as they call me on the street. Uh, I actually met Stacy Keach, wait, like 20 years ago. I was starting out as a production assistant in Cleveland. Uh, and um, the Attack of the Clones had just come out, or no, The Phantom Menace. Anyways, I had the Star Wars soundtrack. It was Attack of the Clones. I had the Star Wars soundtrack in my car, and I had to pick Stacy Keach up from the hotel and bring him to set and I was playing this and he just he was really vibing with it and he did he was like pretending he was John Williams and conducting the orchestra it was one of my favorite moments uh in the the uh my time as a production assistant on movies so anyways I miss me some Stacy Keach he's still alive I think 
but you know, not in Ohio. Uh, cold case updates for you. Opening statements began yesterday in the trial of Michael Turney for the murder of his stepdaughter, Alyssa. Now, Turney is on trial for second-degree murder and is alleged to have kidnapped and killed Alyssa in 2001. Alyssa was last seen by her boyfriend at Paradise Valley High School. She told him that her stepfather was picking her up. Turney claims Alyssa ran away, but she never contacted family members again and never accessed her bank account, so that's totally sus. Uh, her body was never found, which makes this a rare no-body homicide case. Now, murder cases in which the prosecution does not have a body or, or evidence of an actual murder are very rare in the United States. They make up 0.05% of all criminal cases every year, uh, but it, it means that it's, it's that hard to get them to trial. But if they do get to trial, there's about an 80% conviction rate. So the chances of Michael Turney being found guilty are pretty high in this case. The trial is expected to last about two weeks. One of America's most wanted criminals was captured on Wednesday in San Diego, according to People.com. Donald Santini, sounds like a magician's name, right? Uh, the Donald Santini was wanted for the murder of his wife, Cynthia Wood, who was strangled to death and left in a Florida canal in 1984. At the time, she was in the process of divorcing her husband, and then he disappeared while the police were still investigating the murder. Since then, Santini has been featured on America's Most Wanted three times. Police say he used 13 different aliases over the years, and most recently got a little cocky. Thought he was not going to be found. Started working as the president of a water board in California, this board of directors. Um, U.S. Marshals apparently received a tip last month that led them to finding Santini in San Diego. Nice work, guys. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a sex cult. Remember Allison Mack? She was that actress who appeared in Smallville, the best Superman adaptation before Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then she joined a uh, multi-level marketing sex cult called Nexium. Started recruiting young women to have sex with the cult's leader, Keith Rainier. She was sentenced to three years in prison for her role in the whole thing, but she was released a year early this week due to good behavior, according to Deadline.com. Rainier remains in prison for like another 118 years. So, uh, who's the author that said there's no second acts in America? Um, we wish Allison Mack well. The DNA Doe Project cracked a 50-year-old cold case in Ottawa, Canada this week, according to the Toronto Star. On May 3, 1975, a woman's body was found on a, by a farmer near Highway 417. Her hands and feet were bound with neckties, and she'd been strangled by a TV cable. Until this week, nobody knew her name. And genetic genealogy by the DNA Doe Project identified her as one Lala Jewel Parchman Langford, an 81-year-old man named Rodney Nichols, who now lives in Florida, has since been charged with her murder. Lala was 48 years old in 1975 when she traveled from her home in Jackson, Tennessee to Montreal. She never returned home. Police say Lala knew Nichols, 
who would have been about 31 years old at the time of the murder, but have not yet released a motive. Nice work, DNA Doe Project. Here's some weird news. A baggie of cocaine. Some white powder. Some white china was found in the West Wing of the White House on Sunday, according to the New York Times. The Secret Service is currently conducting a thorough investigation. So far, the culprit remains unknown. When reached for comment, a White House spokesperson said, I can't feel my face. Let's dance. Uh, <laughs> I got to have fun with this sometimes. Uh, bear with me. Over to pop culture. Um, I hope you're listening to this new podcast by our friends over at Crawl Space Media, Lance and Tim. Uh, this is hosted by a uh, up-and-coming journalist you're going to want to know, Jennifer um, Amel. Uh, this is on the Connecticut Valley serial killer who preyed on women in Vermont and New Hampshire and the Massachusetts in the early 80s. They're trying to find out who this killer is. They're, they're, there's some good shoe leather reporting. Um, it scratches that itch that serial left behind in in my in my view not not and this isn't hyperbole i think it might be uh the next best true crime thriller podcast since serial uh jen and um i met jen at a convention in arkansas a couple months ago great young aspiring journalist not aspiring anymore um, but she's, she's got what it takes. We shared some cigarettes outside the convention hall. She's good to talk with. Um, Jen, in this podcast, travels with Jane Borowski. Now, Jane is a victim of the Connecticut Valley serial killer. In fact, she's the only survivor, as far as I know, um, who uh, she sets out with Jen to then find the killer, which is a nice little twist. But anyway, check it out. Dark Valley. And this week's book is The Siberia Job, which is technically, I think, a novel, but heavily inspired by true events based on a true story. Let me give you the write-up. A Texas businessman travels to the furthest reaches of post-Soviet Russia in search of the country's new wealth and finds new dangers as well. After the demise of the Soviet Union, the newly established Russian government privatized its industry by issuing vouchers to all of its citizens, allowing them to, the chance to be shareholders in the country's burgeoning businesses. They went from like socialism to capitalism, and this was kind of the in-between, and they're wanting to share the wealth at the beginning, but nobody, nobody was catching on except for these, these foreigners. The slips were distributed among the population, and auctions are arranged where they can be exchanged for actual shares. Stay with me. For the country's rural populations living in abject poverty, the vouchers appear to be little more than pieces of paper, totally separated from far-off concept of potential future fortunes. There's lots of money to be made. This is what they're getting at. But for Texas businessman John Mills and his... Czech companion, Peter Kovac, the seemingly valueless chits suggest a lucrative potential. Of course they do. They traveled to the farthest, coldest reaches of the country to acquire vouchers for the country's national oil company, Grasneft, roving from town to town with suitcases full of cash. So this is industrial espionage. It's, it's a thriller as the Soviet Union has fallen and they're trying to rebuild. I like that time frame. I like that location. Um, and this is a good grift 
Um, this is a thriller inspired, uh, inspired by true events. The Siberia job charts a course through one of the most impactful periods in Russian history, whose reverberations continue to be felt in the present day. I'm going to check it out. I recommend you do too, the Serbia, uh, Siberia job. Did I say Serbia? I feel like I said that several times. Siberia, the Siberia job. All right, man, I feel like I brushed through that episode very quickly. Um, I promise it's only uh, a few tokes of the nicotine vape and not the cocaine that was in the White House. But thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. And it is the weekend, which is always time to celebrate. And in the words of Murray Saul, the incomparable godfather of Cleveland Radio, that means we gotta, 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 get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a fearful symmetry production. Photo and artwork are licensed through Shutterstock. If you like the cut of my jib, I have another podcast you might enjoy called The Philosophy of Crime, in which I attempt to solve the big questions behind our true crime obsession by looking to philosophy for answers. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Sit, Brownie, sit. Good dog.